Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is Colbstone. And today we have another returning special guest on. You know him as the action director and stunt coordinator for our favorite show, The Last Kingdom. Today we on we have again Levente Lazak. Hey, welcome back, Levente. So happy to have yeah. you. Hi, guys. Always great to be here with you. <laughs> Congratulations on the film Seven Kings Must Die that came out earlier this year being like the number one stream movie in the world for the first few weeks that it was out. Um, it was was pretty remarkable. What was that like for you to see the film blow up to that, to that extent? You know, we are really blessed to be on top of, uh, Netflix, uh, you know, ratings. Uh, but, uh, to be honest, uh, we expected that, uh, after the success of the uh, first five seasons. So we really hoped last kingdom, uh, you know, movie, We'll hit the top again, and uh, I really hope uh, we desert it and all the fans were really happy with the end result. We were able to put Dan onto the table. Yeah, I I mean, we're, we're crazy fans, and we were happy with uh, both of them, both the season five and the movie. I think uh, as fans, we get sort of different endings for, for both of them that are both... Yeah satisfying and different in their own way but yeah the the movie itself though was was awesome but and you were just telling us before we got rolling here too you didn't really have a lot of time after five ended before you got into the movie too right so it's just been go 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 for you yes you know it was uh, <clears throat> so for us the last kingdom is our second home so uh we spent whew, uh, almost eight years with uh Utrecht, and we were maybe the most loyal servants to him uh, because <laughs> with Utrecht, we went through all the up and downs and yeah. uh, we tried to to get that Bebenburg in many, many ways. And at least uh, we, we succeed. Yeah. So absolutely. So as I, as, as I said, you know, as a, as a very loyal servant, uh, we were able to follow his uh, destiny from the very beginning to the very end. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to Carnival for uh, for the Last Kingdom series uh, uh, to be a part of it. Uh, it was a wonderful journey for all of us. And I think we learned so much uh, from each other through the years. And I think this is what you can really clearly see on the show. Uh, that's how we uh, also, you know, uh, developed ourselves and we tried to put... Yeah all this uh, into the movie so it's a crown build up from the basis and maybe the diamond on the crown is yeah. the film totally. <laughs> and i'm really happy it's, it's it's shiny and uh and if you know if if my kids uh, grow up and and they will watch this remarkable uh tv series and film i really hope they will enjoy as much as the audience enjoys it now absolutely and as you just said you were one of the probably the few people and probably members of your team as well that was actually there since the very beginning and to get through it all the way to the very end. You know, Alex is another person that was there from the first day. So um, there's, there can't be too many other people that were there from that very, very beginning. Uh, so that's pretty cool. What were your emotions like sort of at the end of wrapping up the film, um, knowing that well, the eight year journey is sort of coming to actually, an end? You know, uh, well, it's, it's funny because uh, there is a, a magnificent seven <laughs> on Last Kingdom as well. Mm-hmm. And we, we counted it, really. So actually, uh, there was only seven uh, people who were there on the first call sheet right. and on the very last one as well. Oh, wow. 
yeah with the with the producers so these magnificent seven i think they uh, we put many 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 things uh, into the show which made the show uh, so unique uh, yeah i think there are you know hundreds and hundreds and shows uh, especially on the streaming channels and uh, it's really hard to to do something which can just raise up so the, the competition is so uh, hard and uh, I think that's why we were able to come out from this competition and 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 to be seen yeah. because uh, it was not just a TV series for us it was a part of our life part of our families and uh, yeah. I think the people uh, really uh, felt uh, some more passion you know about this show and not just you know to make something which you know just a movie or a tv series yeah absolutely. it was much more important for all of us totally i think that comes through i think the camaraderie that you guys share off the screen it is one of those factors that makes the show sort of stand out amongst other shows um it does feel like a family on screen and off screen and i think the fans feel a sort of connection to that as well uh, which I think for Steven, that's a big reason why we we really love this show. Oh yeah, is it is it a relief then that you wrapped up and and you're going to have more free time, or are you you already missing it though? <laughs> uh, I obviously miss it so much, but I think uh, as 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 Alex uh, said in an interview, I think we just stopped at the very uh, right moment to yeah. do this show because if you reach uh, a top. It's very easy to carry on because you know it's uh, famous. It brings the money, and yeah, you but, see a lot uh, of shows do it. Yeah, lots of yeah, 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 and 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 a huge disappointment if you are not able to jump, you know, higher and higher and higher. And right. uh, I think the producers uh, felt really well on this show. I think with season five and with the movie, uh, we were able to jump. Uh, you know, higher and higher. But I yeah. think that was that was the end beat. For us so uh, necessarily if you go over the top you just start to slide down and you repeat yeah. yourself and and it doesn't really uh, help and it's much better to keep something in a you know as a nice memory in your uh, soul and also for the fans then it's, it's a really sad story if, uh, if you feel that uh, the whole story and 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 uh, just starts to be repetitive and uh, totally. are not able to renew it and you are not able to to tell something new uh, again and again. Totally. It's very easy to slide into uh, that process. So, yeah, and I'm we've so seen happy that we avoided it. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that happen with a lot of great shows that have just gone on a little too long. Um, or they just don't stick the landing, you know. And, and they and, don't stick the landing. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I feel like you guys really stick the landing both yeah. both times. You know, I I because uh you know i i like really happy endings so i, I really liked the ending of uh season five i'd say more than the movie but i still like that you guys went and did something different with yeah. the move the end of the movie and it was, it was uh, really unique there's, too <laughs> there's a really great uh german philosopher called friedrich nietzsche and he he said uh in the 19th century the problem with death, the people die too early or too late. <laughs> and I think <laughs> this is the same with TV series. If you yeah. if you cancel a show too early or or you're just not able to finish at the at the right uh point or with the right ending. And I think you are right, totally right. Uh when we when we finished the uh, season five, 
I think that was a, such a beautiful ending. And uh, uh, and and this came from John East, uh, the last uh, blocks uh, director. He had mm -hmm. the idea to have Utrecht on top of Babenberg, and as we pull out and we see him uh, uh, on the top of this beautiful castle, and and we see his memories from all the you know previous uh, five seasons. Mm -hmm. It was so touching and emotional. To be, I, I I'm telling you guys very honestly, I cried. Oh when I, that's when that's I, what I man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so <laughs> emotional for me, uh, uh, who who you know who who did uh, the film. So I think that was a really great ending. But the other ending is also good in a way. Uh, it doesn't give you uh, you know some definite ending. Exactly. So it was so emotional, and and you don't know what's going on with Utrecht. But 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 you realize this is not Utrecht's story anymore. So right. you know he did what he had to do and uh, and the story carries on but this is not his story anymore this is story of england and uh, and you know the new king yeah. so we loved um, how that ending was a little ambiguous um yeah it was fun to read and, and hear different fan theories and all these different like sort of conspiracies on like oh he's alive or he's no, he's not alive based on what they saw in the film. It's just it was super well done. Yeah, Kobe uh, and I both have our own theories too. Exactly. And and, and uh, I'm just going to ask and, and if you know the 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 what the true meaning is supposed to be, you don't have to tell us that, but what do you what do you think the ending is or or what do you want it to be? Oh, no. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, uh, a simple stunt coordinator. <laughs> so don't ask me uh, these kinds of questions. It's more you're a philosopher, the, though, the too, man. And, 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 and the directors. But uh, I will be very honest with you. When we when I read this ending, uh, I imagine a, a very different one. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I, I told them, I think we should we should have uh, another uh, room. So when when Utrecht's uh, you know peeps in, he sees Valhalla and the Vikings. But on but in the other in the other one, there should be Bioka and all the Christian, you know, uh, healed oh. and all the other characters. And uh, and I I just suggested them to 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 stay uh, in these two doorways, and we don't know where he goes if you know uh, if he dies wow. or. He comes back uh, to life, so yeah, uh, three just imagine. <laughs> I just yeah. imagine the different ending uh, as that's interesting yeah. uh, as it is in the film. And uh, I also suggested an, a, a, a different ending uh, when so he's in the bed, uh, or or you know right. uh, because so the guys are uh, are in the in the big room right. uh, of the castle. And Utrecht uh, is heavily wounded, uh, and 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 uh, a servant runs in, and he says, "Utrecht, uh, Lord Utrecht, gone." And everyone thinks, "Oh my God, he died!" And they run into, to his room, and they they don't find him. Just the, uh, you know, uh, bed soaking blood, but no Utrecht's there, and they are try uh, trying to find him. And uh, his son runs down to the stables, and he finds. Utrecht by his old white horse, uh, which you know uh, was his horse uh, in the very beginning, and and they have uh, all the monologue uh, there, I see. and then okay. he jumps onto his horse without any bridle and he just rides out into the light. So that was my <laughs> ending actually. 
That's probably uh, what Alex okay. ended up doing, though, right? Like by himself. Mm-hmm. That's what Alexander Draymond did, though, right? That was his last day on set. <laughs> he just got on. That's how he left his first white horse and just rode. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's why I wanted to make this happen. But uh, this happens many, many, many times uh, in in TLK's history. So uh, when we read the script, we had the page turns uh, with the directors. We always had lots of ideas, and some, sure. some obviously. Uh, uh, didn't make happen. Some some happened, uh, and I was so happy when when I was able to punch through the wall, you know, with some of my ideas. <laughs> sure, and sure, in the film, what were some examples of um, ideas that you brought in, into the film um, that made it in? <sighs> many, many. Uh, yeah. For example, uh, in season five, mm-hmm. uh, I think episode six, uh, when uh, Citrigir uh, dies. Yeah. Uh, originally, that was written very differently. Oh. So Edward came out and and he stabs uh, Citrigir. It was much more simpler than 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 it was in the film. And I just thought to Paul Wilhelmers, the director, I think it should be be different and more dramatic if if Edward comes out and he said, okay, uh, but you have to die because you know uh, what you did that's not correct and and uh, you deserve you deserve the the punishment. Uh, you can choose the hand. And uh, and Citrigir chooses Utrecht's hand, and I think this is the real drama because uh, Stiora uh, loves Citrigir, loves yeah. Utrecht. So there is there is the there is the triangle which makes uh, this moment really hard for all of the three, but still very emotional and touching because uh, Utrecht likes Citrigir, Citrigir likes Utrecht. And Citrigir wants to take the death from his friend's, you know, right. hand. So, so for example, this this was one of the story beat uh, I suggested, and that's I, I like that one too. Yeah. That was a lot of the actors on set told us that was one of their favorite scenes to shoot when we interviewed with the the season five. Even uh, if they weren't directly they, part of the scene, yeah, they just said that <laughs> uh, when Uhtred killed Sigtrigger, there was. Yeah, they said it gave him chills at the moment. So that's really cool to think that that originally wasn't part of this because that that's kind of became an iconic moment from season five. Yeah. That moment, um, it was really amazing. And were there, were there any in the film that you uh, that you brought in? Mm, I'm sure we had a couple of sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, but for example, I'm telling you another example. Uh, when we did season three, uh, there was a, a big duel between Bloodhair and uh, and Heston. Mm-hmm. And uh, I suggested to, and I think it, it didn't come out so well uh, in the film, hmm. but I suggested to use uh, poison uh, by uh, skate, oh. skate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah skate. Yeah. yeah. So, so he poisons uh, blood hair, and uh, that's why he fell, and that's why Heston wins because exactly. originally it was staged and 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 written totally differently. Interesting. I suggested to to do that one because this made the whole fight more, you know, the whole drama much much more interesting and yeah. more uh, exciting. And there are you know a couple of more, but you know, the, but to be honest, the credit is not mine. The credit no, is written for the film because uh, because this is how it goes. I think there are lots of creative minds uh, around yeah. the table when we have a page turn, and you know, everyone has. Um, uh, you know, everyone have really great ideas, not just me. And I don't want to take the credit for, you okay. know, uh, if something no, yeah. goes, uh, because there are plenty, plenty more really great ideas uh, 
just comes in and and actually this is always the decision of the producers and the writers right and uh, and uh, if they if they like it if they can go with the idea they will build it in and and sometimes they make uh, you know uh, your original idea sometimes so small but but uh, it starts to flourish when they open it and they sure. uh, start to you know make it uh, more difficult and much more interesting yeah so sometimes you just give the first uh, you know push and and the story starts to yeah. to, to to be more lively and lively and lively it, it's just awesome how you guys worked as a team and ideas i know were probably flowing all over the place and um it just really seems like it was it was a full team effort to make the show and the film yeah absolutely um, yeah you know and there's there's one scene that we definitely wanted to ask you about in season 5 it was pretty mind blowing was the duel between Utrid and Brita um, in episode seven at their former yeah. home when they when they were actually slaves. Um, could you talk a little bit about what it was like um, when that choreography was being performed? Because it seemed like it was pretty um, mapped out to go with the memories Utrid was having at the time. Could you just speak to that a little bit? So the director was Anthony Philipson, mm-hmm. and and he is a fantastic director. He's so creative. And he's so, uh, so he really knows how to make drama. If you have just the storyline, he's able to to make it really, really uh, flourishing. Or, or uh, he he he's able. It's like a Christmas tree when you make it nice, you know. Sure. So he really knows how to do that, and and really he really knows how to build up the tension. So when we discuss this uh, this duel, obviously we all know that. Uh, it's not just a duel. It, right. it it has to be very very different. It uh, there are so many aspects uh, of this fight. This is not a fight. This is this is much much more. And and he had the idea to to have these flashbacks, uh, for example, in the fight, when uh, when when all the you know uh, memories comes back uh, from from Utrecht and Brida. I also suggested a couple of uh, uh, story beats. Uh, for that, uh, especially when when we build it up, so when when Utrecht rides to Loidis, I think that was Loides, the yes, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the space, you know, the the old uh, Viking house where yeah. I died in <laughs> season one. That's right, when you were on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so so uh, it was kind of a teamwork again. So we we tried to put together what we have and. Uh, well, you know, we had a kind of a feeling it should be almost like uh, making love uh, uh, in a way, doing a fight. And so there are so many aspects. And uh, I think the ending is uh, is so sudden and heartbreaking, yeah. but it should happen. You know, I think yeah. it was it was a really uh, a right uh, ending. You know, not just for the duel, but for uh, Brida as well. When Stiora just stays there and 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 she says, "Okay, I don't what you should," you know. And um, and I think for their Uhtred and Brida's relationship, I think it was it was really satisfying for us fans that at least they had some sort of uh, recompense. They had some sort of reconciliation um, yeah. right before she she died, and they sort of yeah. battled out their aggressions and were also able to remember the good times too, which was cool. Yeah, 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 and I think it was really nice uh, ending for Brida as well, 
And I think for Emily, it was a great chance to make a, a really beautiful performance. And for Alex as well, I think uh, both of them uh, did not just a great fight, but yeah. uh, great performance as well. Now, like some of like their actual positions in the fight would be what like seem to trigger a memory of Utra. Did you guys like yeah, go yeah, back that's, and that's rewatch? Yeah, yeah, that's how we um, have the fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you guys yeah. go back and like rewatch yeah, some yeah, of these yeah, old yeah, yeah. moments? So yeah, uh, you know, we we made a plan, and yeah. uh, and we know uh, we knew that uh, what kind of memories we are looking for right. and what kind of moves we have to make uh, so cool. to trigger the flashback. <laughs> yeah, very so cool. cool. I mean, I, I love that, too. And like we, we talk about the story beats, all that. It's great. Um, but also, too, the the two of them fight back in, uh, I think it's Battle Etherwich in episode three of the season this, five. Yeah, the same yeah, season five. still. Uh, they're fighting each other there in yeah, the midst yeah, of yeah, that yeah, yeah. battle. Uh, which what I really liked about it, which which I thought was cool, is that there would be like other people that were also trying to fight both of them throughout. They have to like deal with another person. Then they would try and get back yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I've right. never been in a battle, but I, I just feel like, like when you do see people square off in movies and stuff, it always, I mean, it's always epic, but it always like, well, practically, wouldn't like another guy not recognize that there's like this emotional arc between the two of them, and he would just <laughs> try and wreck that, you know? No, you are totally right, and I'm so happy you, uh, you, you saw that because that was the aim. So that's what we wanted to do with that fight. So you know, we did uh, lots of fights, lots of uh, duels. And we wanted to do something very different uh, in this one. And and you are totally right. That's what that was that was my intention. So when I when I talked to my guys, I told them, I want to fight uh, when when they try to fight to each other, but they are always interrupted with other uh, clashes. And and you know uh, because because that that's a real war, how it is. So what we always wanted to show with the Last Kingdom, how. Uh, how 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 a real uh, fight or how uh, a real battle happens? Right. Uh, it's not uh, you know Troy, uh, Brad Pitt, and uh, <laughs> so Achilles and and, and, Hector. and Hector's fight. Yeah, it's uh, it's very very different. That's right. beautiful and epic, and I'm happy to make these kind of fights. But uh, we wanted to show a very different side of it. And sure. I think uh, we were able to do that. And uh, this was one of the fights uh, when we wanted to show uh, this kind of aspect of the battle. When you try to fight with someone, but always, you know, uh, someone gets in and, and you have to deal right. with them. And then you come back to him or her. And and also, you know, there, there was the story of the little girl, which was so yes. sad and emotional as well. And we had to... And a pretty big stunt, I would imagine. On that too. journey as well. Uh, yeah. Which was really interesting and also uh, not just challenging you, you know, to work with kids. Uh, we had a really great uh, cast uh, for her character, but I, I love, <laughs> to be honest, operating stunt camera. And uh, that was one of my favorites when I had to jump with her. Uh, it was you, right? Yeah. Her we... jump. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, me with the yeah. camera jumping That's so cool. after her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the wire. So. So it's a really sweet memory for me from, you know, from many, many aspects because we love that uh, small battle. That, that reminds me, too. Last time we talked, you, you had mentioned about uh, wanting to maybe get killed off in the show, too. Did that happen in, at any point where you killed off in uh, uh, like season 
five or in the movie? Did you did you come in as a as a character in the oh, show oh. and have Utrid uh, kill you? I always I always wanted to do that, but uh, simply I, I I was not able to uh, make it yeah. unfortunately because I always had to coordinate or right. I had to direct. So uh, simply I had no chance or time to yes. take a costume and just run in and to do something with with him. Yeah, maybe if if we. Maybe well, in another world, another film with Alex, well, we can make it happen. <laughs> what would you have wanted, you know, if that did happen? How would you wanted it to do? How would you want to go? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I'd want know. I'd want Spartan kicked off uh, Bemberg. I think that's what I'd want. Spartan <laughs> kicked off. Just Spartan kicked right off the ramparts. That's how I want. Yeah, it, it would be lovely. But you know, when you when you are on set and you have to be. Uh, right. coordinate 150 uh, stun guys day by day you are just uh, running after the things yeah. and you are just tr- trying to to organize everything did you find your responsibilities grow over time yeah actually y- yes in a way and uh, not really in another <laughs> way because at the very beginning uh, the the film was not able to afford you know a horse master a fight right. master I had to do everything. I did all wow. the fights. Okay, right. Uh, I had to coordinate the horses. I I had to look after everything. And uh, from uh, season two, I had a fight master. I had a horse master. Then, Ooh. then when I uh, did second unit, I had an uh, other stunt coordinator with me. Uh, my fight master, uh, you know, stepped forward and and he uh, uh, he started to coordinate uh, as a stunt coordinator. And uh, I still had the responsibility, and I still had to look after everyone. But right. uh, it was more more like a, a conductor, you know, front of uh, a symphonical orchestra, gotcha. uh, and you had really great musicians uh, to block right. everything. I think over, and, and this is something which uh, really uh, grown out from the Last Kingdom as well. We became a really great team, mm-hmm. and uh, and now I have, I think, a world class team. Uh, you awesome. know, uh, stunt guys around me, and uh, not just stunt performers, but you know, uh, as horse masters, fight masters, and stunt sure. supervisors. So it's really great, and uh, I totally they have you know my trust, and uh, and we can you know understand ours you know each other from a blink. Sure. <laughs> so, and That's it's amazing. really great to work together uh, like this. You mentioned a second ago how. Um, during that battle of which you really wanted to show how real, um, you know, add that realistic element to the battle where Uhtred and Breed were getting interrupted. Well, Steve and I really felt that the battle in the film, the Battle of Brunenberg, was one of the more realistic battles that we've we've seen on the show. Was this something that you guys were also going for in the film? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, you know, in season one, season two, we did lots of shield walls. Uh, yeah. And I, and we just felt we we will be so repetitive uh, mm-hmm. if we do shield was shield was again, so we try to retie ourselves from shield was and we try sure. to do different battles. Uh, for example, in season three, the big battle, we bring it into the forest, uh, yeah. which made a very different uh, uh, environment and also you know a different choreo for the battle, and that's how we try to to make our battles different and different so not to be you know the same again 
exactly. Which yeah. Can be boring after a time. Totally. But I was so happy when we come back uh, in the film uh, to the big shield wall and the very authentic uh, battle sequences yeah. because I think we were able to to level up uh, because we were on a bigger scale. Uh, sure. So we had, you know, more uh, stunt guys, action extras with us. Uh, we had 300 people on set uh, in the battle uh, itself sometimes. And uh, we were able to, you know, properly rehearse and then to shoot for almost two weeks with the second unit, uh, the whole battle. And I think you can really feel it. Uh, obviously, when when you make a, a big battle sequence, it's much bigger than you can see uh, in the film. Sure. And obviously, there are a couple of moments my heart is bleeding. <laughs> uh, they are not in the film. Oh. But, you know, you have to feel into the time frame. And uh, there are many other aspects uh, you don't really, you know, which the director, producer and the editor knows much better than you. Because obviously, we are obsessed with the action, obsessed with the... Uh, stunts and battles, but uh, there are many, many more aspects uh, which you have to uh, keep in mind when you create a whole film. So, yeah. uh, but it's still huge and epic. And I think oh, yeah. we were able to 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 show uh, the character's journey in it, mm -hmm. uh, which is really important. So when you make a battle or any kind of uh, uh, you know fight sequence, uh, it, it should be a character driven drama otherwise uh, it's going to be boring you know yeah. people hacking each other for 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes uh, from the from five minutes uh, it's going to be terribly boring so you uh... have to you have to and i think uh, it was ed Baselgate's idea to follow for example uh, pearly when he badly wounded and falls down and tries to crawl out from the battle I think that's so intense and emotionally yeah. you can really feel what's going on in a battle. So, and there are lots of elements like this, which I think uh, brings the battle and the feeling so close to you guys. And uh, that was our uh, goal, you know, to, oh, yeah. so the audience should be a part of the battle and not yeah. just the watcher, you know, with popcorn and a Coke uh, in the exactly, hand. Yeah. So and if we were able to to reach this level, uh, it worked. If we were not, <laughs> we failed. And I really oh, hope I think not. it worked <laughs> totally. It worked like it felt chaotic. It, you know, when you when you read a Bernard Cornwall book and they talk about um, a battle and, and what it's like in the Shield Wall, you know, it also feels chaotic and it feels like you could get stabbed on accident. You know, because there's just blades yeah. flying around, and that's sort of what it felt like to me when I was watching it. Like, yeah, there's yeah. this and, like and... scary element to these two massive units of people colliding just, just yeah swinging blades crazy you know it's crazy yeah and you know when you are in a battle like this uh like you know sardines in a box sure. uh pushed to you know and 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 stuck in this melee you can you are not able to make a beautiful choreo it's it's right. uh, it's not martial art you know anymore it's more about hacking biting and 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 you know Ready, yeah. trying to survive and and just kill so all the animal instincts just came out i think from the people when they were in a battle like this and uh, that's what we wanted to show uh, that's what we wanted to tell the people you know maybe you are playing with a uh, with a video game uh, yeah. you know witcher and these kind sure. of 
I'm not playing with this kind of game, so I I don't know any more. I do. Titles. I do. Sorry for yeah. that, but <laughs> but there are lots of and 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 uh, and it's always like uh, you have uh, magical weapons and and you have big yeah. space to use those weapons, but in real life you haven't got it. You don't right. have it. so you you just have to try to to survive and and the only key thing and that's what we were able to show maybe if you have a strategy if you are uh, smarter than your enemy and if you are uh, if you have a formation and you have to keep that formation if the formation breaks you will die if the formation stays you will survive so Absolutely. there are simple principles and so that's what we wanted to show uh, by these uh, battles and and i think this is why the last kingdom is authentic and yeah. sometimes it's more authentic than on any other shows because Obviously, we use a couple of really cool moves, of course, which maybe you know uh, not really existed uh, that age. Uh, right. But uh, but but we always try to to keep in mind this principle, and that that was the you know uh, the tagline for us: uh, be as close as possible to reality, totally. and the really emotional. And uh, you are totally right. So. I, I remember there was a, a huge uh, discussion about how Utrecht uh, gets uh, wounded. And I was totally on the same page with Ed, Ed Baselgate and the writer, uh, because they wanted to do uh, as a very sudden and almost invisible tab from okay. nowhere. Because this is how this is how you die, you know, or, or wounded, uh, even if you were a hero in a battlefield. Yeah. And you said, yeah. you know, survive many, many battles, but uh, even the biggest hero can killed by only the smallest, you know. Yeah, it could have been anybody uh, that yeah. stabbed him. Could have yeah, been anybody yeah, yeah, on the yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's, he has a conversation about that, I think, with uh, Citric during the movie, too. And he just talks about, you know, there was, there was all these other great warlords that I fought. You know, they were successful before and they were never unbeaten until they fought me. You know, yeah. when does that happen to me kind of thing? And yeah. uh, so I, I, yeah, I mean, so my my hope with the ending is I'm hoping because I want to be optimistic. Utrid is is alive and he's you know <laughs> sitting drinking ale, watching his son rule Bemberg. That's what I'm hoping. You know, you don't have to tell me if that's true or not. But anyway, but if he did die the way he did in 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 this, um, that's it's yeah, it's it's kind of cool just the realistic, uh, the realism of it because that's yeah. that's one thing Colby and I and you talk about the authenticity we. You've always liked that about the show. Um, and I was missing that shield wall, man. I was missing I it. Was, yeah. So I was so happy to see it come back. Yeah, and it, too. it was too. so gritty. And, and just, and we, we talked about the, the build up before too, where they're just like, they're scared. Like you see them scared and like there's guys peeing, themselves. peeing and vomiting and yeah, 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 guys yeah. chanting. And it was, oh man, it was amazing. It was, it was great build up. It was amazing. Yeah. I was happy to hear that you liked it because that, totally. you know, uh, that's, uh, we really hope uh, the fans were really, uh, you know, happy to totally. see this battle. And I was so happy to come back to the shield wall strategy mm -hmm. as well because that's epic and that's authentic. And also, as you said, we wanted to show the moment before the battle how you feel inside the shield wall, what's, totally. what kind of emotions, uh, you know, just overwhelming you uh, when you are yeah. there. Yeah, as I said, strategy. I, I really like the idea of the uh, 
of the trick with the nails, you know. Oh, the spikes or, or something. Yeah, when they retreat. Yeah, mm -hmm. as they as they run into that and I like yeah. that. So I think we were able to build up the tension really gradually. Yeah. Uh, and from the smart tricks uh, to the most, you know, stuck epic heroic <laughs> battle moments. And I yeah. love the horses, you know, uh in the film. We always wanted to to do something different with the horses in this one. Okay. So I suggested to use the the three, three trunks. As yeah. A uh, yeah. Uh, Love. We that. wanted to use a bit more <laughs> originally, but uh, <laughs> it was quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, but I think we were able to to sell it properly uh, on the show uh, because you know they are few and uh, and uh, that's how they can do the biggest damage. Sure. Uh, Sweep right through. Plow them uh, right down. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah so... we like that. We like to see that like new. I mean, you guys have been so good at every battle, sort of introducing another, a new thing we haven't seen yeah, in another battle. And, and, it's and to be honest, it's very challenging. I'm sure. We're able to come up with a new idea. When you've know? done so many battles, I'm sure it gets <laughs> yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was it difficult then with those logs and the horses? Like, um, was it hard to get the horses coordinated with that or, or anything? Uh, well, uh, it was. It was really uh, heavy. Uh, sure. In terms of uh, the, it was rubber and foam, but sure. it was so heavy as well. So uh, it was it was really uh, you know heavy to carry uh, these wooden logs, uh, fake mm -hmm. logs, because obviously we cannot use real uh, logs when you are yeah. filming. Uh, you have to make it safe, but it sure. was still really heavy, and uh, we had to teach the horses, and the, you know we had to to train the horses to carry it as well because it's not normal for a horse something is following him sure <laughs> yeah sure. so but our stunt horses are really well trained and they know you know uh, all these uh, battle elements so well from previous battles so yeah. it's very easy to get used to them uh, to this trick and uh, you know there were a couple of horse hits which we sure. did but it was it was not about the horses. It was more about you know Utrecht and his journey, uh, yeah, and 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 how they uh, defeat. Uh, yeah, and um, they're they're outnumbered. They got to get uh, creative. They got to find different ways to yeah, to yeah, make yeah, it work. And yeah. Utrecht's always done that. He's always been able to find yeah. Yeah. unique solutions, thinking outside the box. I yeah. guess, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. And another um, thing that we hadn't seen before in that battle that Steve and I really liked was the shield wedge. That um, yeah, Anlaf oh, and, actually, and his guys. To be honest, uh, to be honest we, we did the same formation uh, in, in season three. Okay. Uh, Blood there, the first battle when they storm into uh, okay. the Merchant and Saxon Wall uh, in F1. Okay. So if you, if you check so it, uh, you will see the same pick. It's wedge, called okay. triangle. It's called uh, pickhead formation. Pickhead, right? Uh, pickhead formation. Right. And uh, and we used it before. And it worked really well, but we really wanted to do it again because uh, this is a very authentic uh, shield wall formation to break the other shield wall as sure. a very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and and I think uh, so. We we also uh, this is the right moment to to use it again. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, how to break through and go for the king, and okay. I just picked up one of my biggest and toughest guy <laughs> as the front of the. 
peak head formation. Put that cool helmet on. Yeah, 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 we called him Orc guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had like an cool helmet, helmet on the whole time. Yeah, like... yeah, and so and 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 uh, he did such a great job. I I think it it came through, but on set it was even more uh, epic when they really? when they broke through. Yeah, 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 and they started to fight. Uh, actually, the people just you know fly in the air. Yeah. yeah. So it was so cool. uh, because he's a, such a strong guy. <laughs> yeah. And he did a really great job. So when we were on set and we, when we did it, everyone just, ah, <laughs> hooray. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a <laughs> moment. The scene, yeah. It was a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in those moments, you just know that you just captured something amazing. Because, you know, that's that's definitely something that stands out in the battle. It was really well done. Yeah. When we saw it, it looked great on screen. But oh, uh, yeah. To know in the moment you guys, well, you guys uh, yeah. there's a Hungarian uh, director and and uh, uh, when he uh, when he did the scene he always asked his DOP did you see the angel flying through <laughs> and when the angel you know <laughs> flying yeah. through uh, that's where you can go to the next one and yeah, uh, I just learned I just learned uh, this from him we always have to watch the angel flying through and when when the angel passes okay then we can go for the next one. Sure. And you definitely see the angel <laughs> flying through when when everything comes together, and there is something more than just uh, something in reality or 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 front of you. I, it's really hard to to tell what's going on, but definitely you feel you feel something more sure. behind when something epic happens front of oh, your no. eyes and front of the camera, and this is where you can say that okay, we can go for the next one. Because yeah. obviously, when you do a battle sequence and you have to fight for ten hours a day, it's really yeah. exhausting, and it's really easy to fall into the state when you're just uh, doing technically well but without a soul. And I think it's a great—it's one of the biggest challenge for me as a stand coordinator. How can I cheer up my guys? Yeah. How can I ask them to to be more than technically perfect? Right. If you know how I mean. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you do for that? Because that's not enough. Because that's not enough. Simply not enough. Technically perfect. That's the basis, right. <laughs> and you have to give more, and right. that's performance, and even more than performance. We have to really feel uh, that kind of uh, anger and that kind of energy and and the passion and everything, and it's really hard, you know, uh, because. Yeah. Because when you shoot a uh, scene like this for a week and uh, 10 hours a day, plus, you know, uh, the guys uh, are coming 4 o'clock in the morning and they finish, you know, 10 o'clock and then they can just relax for a couple of hours and then they come back. And you do it in rain and you do it in mud and you do it in cold. They do or... such a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... We've seen a lot of other movies and shows where, like, the, the stunt performers... Um, in a battle almost they almost stage like they're about to get hit like almost like stop fighting and it kind of takes the viewer out yeah of of the moment and I, I that's one thing we've loved about the last kingdom is like we never feel like that i mean yeah. we always feel like our main characters are in danger you know um yeah so and, i think and, it's a testament to how well you know your team does and and your guys do like and it's also on, psychology you know. because you know you yeah. have to be able to motivate your guys uh yeah. over what do you do over. how do you motivate them how do you get them back into that energy you want? It's always it's always different. Sure. <laughs> it's always different. You, there is no, you know, 
one pattern you can follow always. It's like yeah. you're a coach. You're, you're their coach, and you gotta like. It's 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 the totally individual, right? Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You have it's... to feel uh, the moment, and 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 you have to feel what's the right, uh, wow. you know, line or light. Uh, what you have to do uh, in that moment. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I really want to talk about. You know, we just talked a lot about the battle in season or in the in the film seven kings must die but i'd really love to talk about the final battle of um bamber or bebenberg yes, sorry bebenberg. bebenberg um at the end of season five because not only was that an epic battle but there were a ton of stunts that that had to be done i mean there were shield turtles on fire the guys going up there were yeah, guys yeah, yeah. jumping on spikes there were guys falling off cliffs yeah. uh, could you just talk a little bit about what it was like to do to do that battle i'm sure it was a, well, a big uh... process <laughs> I cannot say that that was one of my favorite battles because okay. I really loved all the battles <laughs> sure. in the last King, Kingdom history. But obviously, that was one of the the most uh, important battles for us mm-hmm. as well because because that was the end of the uh, the series, not just the season, but end of the series and the most epic battle. So we all felt we have to make something really great there. And uh, the director was John East, yeah. And I think he did a really great job uh, on this because he's so precise. He always makes maps, and 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 mm-hmm. he he knows how to shoot. Just before we go there, we have very exact plans uh, how we will cover, uh, and and we have all the camera positions, everything. So and it was a huge help for us because when you have to to make such a big epic and chaotic battle like this uh, at least there there have to be one guy who knows okay what i want to do sure, uh, sure. so we were not lost lost we had a really great governor because uh, there's so many moving parts that you could easily get lost i, I feel yeah, you know? yeah and especially if the director is lost uh it's, it's really hard sure. because uh if you have if you haven't got a real governor it's very easy to to just you know uh float away and and not able to finish your day, not able to finish the sequence properly. And uh, so, first of all, we are really grateful to John East because he did a great job on that one. And we were really grateful for Carnival, the producers, because they really felt the same. We have to put everything in it. So they gave us all the uh, you know resources to 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 make it uh, as epic as it is. So we 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 built up uh, uh a set piece uh cliff edge yeah where we can do practical high falls mm-hmm. and then uh, we had a, a vfx unit shoot uh when we uh, had a, a huge green screen uh it was about uh, 17 uh, 18 meters high uh and we did lots of falls uh, and they just put uh into the front of the vfx cliff edge uh as high falls yeah we had uh really great elements front of the walls of uh of babenberg uh where we had this fire stand and and you know the the, the boiling hot water oh yeah or, with that battle i think we were able to show many 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 aspects of stunts and this is how it became a remarkable uh battle because there were Almost all the elements together with horses, with high falls, with fire, and with uh, so we had all the elements to make uh, a, a nice and big battle. 
uh, which is not going to be boring or repetitive, uh, as I said. I mean, you, you mentioned the cliffside. That was amazing. So two other moments that I thought were also big in the battle were Constantine's charge oh, and then, yeah. then Uhtred and his gang when they charged yeah, and they joined they the battle. Can we talk about Constantine? I mean, I, I love the character and I, I love he had that moment before the charge when he goes out where he sort of, I don't know, he prays, he meditates, prays, yeah. visualizes what's going on. Um, and then he comes out like a like a wrecking ball. I mean, he just bulldozes everyone. Uh, can, can you talk about, was that something in, in the script for the character? Was that something, you know, working that, you, that the stunt team wanted to do with Constantine? Where did that sort of different part of uh, that character come out from? So first of all, uh, the actor who played uh, Constantine, he, he was one of the sweetest and nicest yeah. guys in yeah. TLK's history. And uh, he never did uh, a battle sequence before. Yeah. And uh, I think he had to discover uh, this side of his soul or, or, or personality. Yeah. yeah. And feed it up. So uh, we had lots of trainings with him for this fight. And I think he did really great. Uh, so epic. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. And, uh, and with his character, we, we wanted to show a very different character uh, in the story. I think hmm. he has so many layers. He's not just a bad guy, you know. Uh, right. And I think uh, you can tell about uh, the Last Kingdom characters. They are not black and white. Exactly. They are colorful. Like, yeah. you know, like all the human beings. We have good side, bad side. We are never, you know, just... It's... So we try to go over the Disney philosophy when you just, you know... The bad is bad, the good is good, and life yeah. is so easy because to decide between the two, it's so so obvious and, and so easy. But the life is very different. And Constant, I think Constantine's character in the story is is one of the most interesting uh, characters. Totally. Maybe Hastens is the, <laughs> yeah. the only one who can... He had a great uh, arc. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, when, for example... Uh, he confesses uh, for for uh, for the queen. Uh, yeah. You know, you will be my wife, but my heart is belongs to someone else, and I respect Doesn't. you, and I will not, you know, hurt you. So, I I loved his character, and yeah. I think the, this uh, this character comes through in the in the battle as well, mm -hmm. as you said, uh, uh, the meditation before the battle, and when he rushes into the battle, that's totally a different energy. Totally. And that makes his uh, character so interesting in the fight. My uh, friend, uh, Toma, Tomasz Kotwicz, who uh, did the fights uh, uh, in the battles, mostly created a really great uh, storm uh, for Constantin. Yeah. And it worked so well in the story. Yeah. yeah. And I was so proud because uh, I was able to, to do second unit again uh, on season five yeah. and in Seven Kings as well. And uh, we covered uh, uh, lots of elements or parts of the battle uh, in our second unit. So obviously, I worked with very close relation with John East, but uh, but uh, I'm so proud, uh, you know, watching back uh, all my footages uh, in the battles. It's so cool. Uh, what we did on second unit. After after Constantine's charge, man, I was kind of like I kind of wanted to switch sides. I was kind of like push him <laughs> off the cliffs, you know, because. <laughs> Because <laughs> so, it was just so cool, man. You know, so cool. But, <laughs> but, 
but but the other charge too, we we talked about uh and you mentioned the cliffs and and how you form that, and eventually Uhtred has to come and save the day, and he brings the Danes. Um yeah. and with their charge, it's a little different. They all sort of it's first of all, it's just epic because they're running in slow-mo and it's all the heroes up front. But they also they come in and they just the whole front line just drop kicks everyone. Where, where, did, where did that come from, too? It was quite challenging uh, because uh, we couldn't use horses here, but we all felt the urgency. So they are quite far from the battle. Uh, if they don't run into the battle, they will not get in the battle in time. And, right. and Edward and all the other guys dies and Bevern were lost. So, right. so we all felt, okay, they have to run. Okay, but if they run, obviously we need the heroes at the front. Okay, if but how you bring them into uh, the enemy's lines? So I think that it it developed very naturally, to be honest. And I think it wasn't so staged in yeah. a way. I think okay. it came from the story more than uh, uh, you know as a pre choreographed I don't know what kind of uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. But was it challenging uh, getting everyone to like? Get and, that and, to happen and, at the same and the, time. And the most challenging part, to be honest, uh, because we had so many characters. Okay, how can you show uh, their stories uh, hmm. uh, in the battle? And obviously, it's almost impossible. To, so I'm sure there are guys or fans who would spend much more time with, uh, you know, Finan. Uh, there are sure. a couple of more who would love to see more from Stiora, but especially because. We were really correct. We gave really great fights uh, for everyone, and at least the editor has, you know, has to decide. Okay, it's like uh, to make a soup or make a make a, a, a nice meal, uh, and you just have the ingredients, and you have to to find the balance uh, with the ingredients. If you put too much salt in it, uh, you mm-hmm. won't be able to enjoy the soup at the end. So. Uh, and and this is a different uh, job to find the balance uh, with the characters and to find okay how 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 much uh, story I can show uh, from this character from that character from that that character. This selection is really hard. Uh, I I totally yeah. understand because I was there uh, when we did the edit. Okay. And I know we spent so much time, you know. Uh, uh, with these kind of questions, okay, can we put two more moves for him or no? Yeah. Because that will take away our attention to the to, to, to the main, you know, storyline. Sure. And you have to stick to the storyline; otherwise, it's going to be too chaotic, and uh, at the end, you will be totally lost uh, with yeah, the story. Yeah. So it's it's a really really hard job. It's really be hard. a delicate balance, you know, just to yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, want yeah. people to shine, but you also need to keep it. That's yeah. interesting. That's it was still amazing. amazing. It was amazing. Editors made a really great uh, job on 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 every uh, season, yeah. so I'm not missing so much, you know, uh, from these uh, battles or stunts. Uh, sometimes, yeah. you know, there are some <laughs> teardrops <laughs> for for uh, some moments, but uh, uh, if I'm watching the end result, <clears throat> I'm not really missing those moments. Sure. I I miss them because I know we did it, but. <clears throat> the audience will not miss it. Yeah, we would never know. And for you're, the you're story, cursed with that knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool though to think you know there's there's other beats out there and um, that's pretty awesome. And one character, you know, speaking of characters who fight and have storylines in season five, Ethelstan has a lot of moments in different battles. 
where he has to fight and he almost his fighting style is is pretty unique we think compared to other characters on the show he gets sometimes more into like grappling and wrestling uh, when he fights was this something intentional with his character or was it more Actually, than... yes it was and yeah. uh, i'm just telling a secret okay. Ooh. <laughs> from tlk's history he had a fight uh, with one guy uh, i think in in ep3 or so quite uh, at the beginning of the of the season sure. when he sees the uh mercian yeah uh, ellie Cam- is killed uh the f4 by, i can't remember exactly but yeah, one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and and and, and he has a fight with the soldier of uh, uh edward yeah and and toma and the guys made a, such a beautiful and epic fight for them okay but it was so martial artistic it was so unique and it was so beautiful we couldn't make it oh because if we make it, uh, it just you know jumps out of the story so much. So gotcha. it, it was not able to to stick the character uh, and the and the characters to the story. So we had to totally remake that choreo uh, before gotcha. we filmed it, and and we had to to make it simpler, much more simpler. But you are totally right. We wanted to make something different for Etherstone because we felt that okay, he's you know. He's uh, the student of uh, of Utrecht. Exactly right. And 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 you know the the student always has to overgrow his master, and right. uh, and and this is the only way you can show how he overgrows his master. If 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 you give him more skills or a different uh, style than his master, different but effective, and uh, right. and maybe this is what you felt. Uh, uh, totally from his character and and his first fight uh, in the ditch i think that was yes. really cool as well uh, that was a bit longer uh, also uh, mm-hmm. in the edit uh, they cut out uh, some parts of it but uh, it was still very tense and and and, totally. and served the story so well just using whatever he can to get out of that situation, using yeah, like yeah, a yeah, branch yeah, or something. Yeah. He, he used the... yeah, the branch, and then yeah. he uses the the horn. Uh, yeah, uh, from his, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the headwear. Mask. The head, head yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So uh, in that fight, also we wanted to make something different. Uh, that's how I I figured out. Okay, let's use the the horn uh, as a weapon at the end. Uh, but if I if I can mention uh, an, another uh, uh, battle, which is one of my favorite, is in F six. Yeah, about this battle. I, the ice battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that battle. To be it's honest, amazing. me too. Visually, uh, in the tents and uh, wow. So <laughs> that was one of my favorite battles. The lighting, the lighting but, in that battle is yeah, incredible. Yeah, 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 the yeah, color yeah. palette. <laughs> yeah, they they did a really great job on on photographing and and lighting. Uh, uh, that. Uh, what, why do you really love that battle? What what draws you to it? Uh, first of all, because I did lots of second unit in it, <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, secondly, because uh, that was so intense. Again, when we discussed uh, this battle, we suggested to bring it into the tents. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we always felt that if you bring uh, a battle out to the field, even if you have 300 people with you, uh, that seems, you know, so tiny because they lost in a huge field. You need lots of VFX to make them bigger, which, which looks always, you know, a bit 
fake, uh, even if uh, the VFX guys made such a great job on this show. And I think uh, inside the tents, uh, with the smoke and with with the fires, uh, we were able to build up a so tense and 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 busy uh, fighting background for all the characters. And I loved uh, the way the, they did the fights. You know, Citrigger and and uh, and uh, Rongwald. Rongwalder. Yes, yeah, I love brother. this. Yeah. And and you tread and um, uh, it's like fight. Sig Trigger and Rongvolder, like they knew what the other guy was going to do the next move, and like Rongvolder would duck while Sig Trigger swung yeah, over yeah, him. Yeah, like yeah, their yeah. connection that's what was so strong. Try to, to make they are brothers, so they yeah. work as a team, and so that's stage that fight, for example. But uh, there was you know small moments I really liked. You know the, when the horse falls into the tent, uh, yeah. because that was a great stunt uh, to use the the broken uh, spear to kill the next guy so that was amazing so we tried to 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 make all the choreos uh unique and 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 different also you know from the previous ones so i really like the atmosphere i think uh we were able to to build in this a lot of horses in it too I right, right I up love, your alley i love the moment when sig trigger's holding the line and it's like the horses yeah. are about to come around. It's so still for a second, and then you, the, you see them, and they're charging for yeah, it. So yeah. epic! Yeah. Come through the smoke. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, I directed that the whole part uh, you are mentioning. Oh, really? now. Yeah, in second unit. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so I like I like that uh, standoff and and all those moments. You know when they're just coming and they're holding and then bang. There's a and lot with flying. Yeah. There's a lot with uh, Citriger in that battle. That's the first battle that we see him in. We, we've yeah. seen him before shoot arrows um, and stuff, but this is the first one. He's he's really in the meat of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a fight uh, in in uh, F two. Yeah, which was awesome in the circle for a circle with guys. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was a, a really great fight. Yeah, fire the, too. Uh, I think he grabbed the fire um, on the end of the yeah, spear and yeah. was, yes. and then he swings it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super yeah. cool. And that was the uh, the next uh, chance to show him as a fighter. Mm -hmm. And he's he's again a really nice and sweet guy uh, in in real life as a character. I think uh, he he were able to to show an other type of the fighter who is. Mm -hmm effective smart and definitely has a style i really love his style and 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 his character uh and we really tried to give something different for him i think he was kind of uh you know yin and yang utrecht and city gear yeah. <laughs> for me so yeah. in my mind he's he was very similar to utrecht mm -hmm. and and he had a very similar story actually if you if you watch his story he lost, he, you know, he loses everything. Then okay. he he tries to 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 regain, but uh, but he fell uh, unfortunately. Yeah. At the end, and it was so sad and emotional for us as well to lose this <laughs> actor because totally he was a really great guy. He he, I great actor and yeah. yeah yeah. I think he became a fan favorite very very quickly in the show when he was introduced and in he season totally four. Deserved it. He totally yeah. deserved it. So. It made it. It made it that much harder to see him die yeah. in in that ep at the end of that episode. But yeah, that yeah. battle um is a very memorable and again unique. I mean, I hadn't seen them fight in a bunch of tents like that, and you know some of the wide shots were incredible. Um, is there a battle now sitting back 
you know, the last kingdom's done. Is there a battle that you helped create that is your favorite looking back? They are all my kids, so I cannot sure. really tell you know, as, as as you cannot name which is your favorite child. Yeah, true, uh, true. Everyone is so unique from the very uh, first one to the last one. So I, I, I don't really want to. Feel... We can talk Fair about enough. all of them and I can tell you why I love. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, we do love them all, you know. Uh, and uh, man, I, I think about like the battle at uh, Dunholm back in season two. Mm. When I, th- I think of uh, Ethingdon season one, mm. uh, Bevenberg season five and, and from the movie, too. That's again, coming back to that shield wall. Uh, I love that. Oh, and in, and then I mean, we talked about it last time we talked to it, but in season four, Tetan Hall, I think that's probably the yeah. the biggest, craziest one that you guys have ever done. Yeah, um, <laughs> that yeah. was that was amazing too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it, those have all been great, and and then thank you and the rest of the team too for making those moments uh, so so authentic, but still grand and spectacular because. Uh, that's such a major thank part of the show for us. But uh, thank you guys, you know, and thanks for the funds to keep it alive because without you, we are not able to make this show happen. So without your support and we felt all the time and it was so, so important. You can you can hardly imagine how important it is if you feel what you do is important to someone. Right. And uh, I constantly got emails from, you know, all over the world from fans uh, and and that helped me uh, in the most hardest moments, you know, when you are really yeah. depressed, when you are really exhausted, when you're really and you have to push <laughs> the cart forward push. in the deepest mud. That gave us so much thanks and thank you guys because you know you are not able to do this uh, if you if you have no arms helping you, and mm-hmm. uh, we always felt this uh, and that gave us so much strength. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much, guys. Thank of you. Of course. And were you uh, were you able to take anything away from set at the end? Any uh, any souvenirs? Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> so for example, this is uh, one of the claps. You always got it when you end the film. Uh, there's nice. my name, the second director. <laughs> awesome. And I was honored. I'm just taking it. So I got one of the sword of Utra and, and Alex and Alex made a really nice uh, uh, note on it. Oh, <laughs> can can I ask what it, it says? To the warrior who made Utra into a warrior. Thank you, my friend. Love oh. after the day one. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So that's so cool. It's a really precious uh, gift from from the Last Kingdom team. <laughs> wow, the warrior. That's that's so cool. <laughs> that's very cool i mean you know and and you know i i know you're a humble guy and everything but you know we talked and we said this to you last time we had you on too but anytime we talk to any actor uh or director or uh or uh, cinematographer they would usually bring up uh your name too and, and say well well we were able to do this because levente you know strapped himself to a horse or something you know so uh and and, and planned it out so that's uh that's awesome, you know. I'm and I'm glad for the success and and I'm yeah. man, I, I I love the show and I'm gonna miss it. Um, yeah, if, if very well deserved, yeah. I I I will tell you something, guys. Uh, I miss the show so much. But for example, uh, 
all the friendships will, you know, stay with us. And uh, we work constantly together, even if we stop doing The Last Kingdom. For example, now I'm doing another carnival show, The Day of the Shakal, uh, okay. uh, with Eddie Redmayne. And, uh, oh, and nice. the uh, directors are Paul Wilmhurst, who directed, right. for example, uh, Season 5, uh, Ep 6, Big Battle. Yeah. Uh, now I'm working with Anthony Philipson, who did, for example, the Brida and Utrecht fight you mentioned. So uh, uh, I worked uh, with uh, uh, Magnus Samuelson, for example, oh, who played nice. Slapa yeah. Uh, yeah. in another show. He did a really, really great job on that as an actor. And I think he deserves much, much more than uh, than uh, he he got uh, from. He films. can do it all. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he, like the he, world's he most interesting really man. So that was a Disney Plus show uh, where we met, oh, yeah. and he he did one of the the main parts of it, and uh, he did a really really great job on it. So we constantly meet and we constantly talk, and also minimum amounts we we used to call uh, each other with Alex, and we talk about the big things of life, and you know. We keep uh, this really precious friendship, what we have. I'm so grateful for The Last Kingdom, but not just because, you know, it was a great journey with you, Tred, but uh, but we get so many things we can bring for the whole life, you know, totally. uh, for lifetime. I know the last time we talked to you, you had mentioned you were interested in writing like comedies and, and other things, too. Is there anything that you've you've still been set on, or anything you still want to pursue with that, or anything you've been writing, you're having fun well, with? Uh, I, I was so. Uh, this is one thing which uh, really uh, came out from Last Kingdom. Uh, I'm 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 uh, doing more and more and more uh, second unit directing, oh, cool. and I think I really hope I'm heading uh, towards uh, directing something by my own. Sweet. And uh, I have a couple of stories in my mind and trying to sit down and, you know, find the time to write it. But for example, my second uh, novel will come up uh, this uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, only in Hungarian, so you will be not able to <laughs> enjoy oh. it. <laughs> but we're going to do a lingo. What's it called? What's it about? It's kind of a tale like the Shrek uh, story. So... Uh, it's it's a it's a fairy tale, but it's a very uh, funny fairy cool. tale, and and it's not a usual fairy tale. It's like Shrek. Uh, so I wanted to write because you know I have kids, and I wanted to write a, a book which is uh, which uh, an adult can enjoy when uh, reads uh, for the kid, and the kids also can enjoy it. So there are many of levels it <laughs> levels of it. Very That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a very busy schedule right now, and we look forward for sure to see um, what you come out with in the future. We'll always, you know, be following you and and what you're doing because, you know, you did such an amazing job with with TLK and everything. And we have heard some people talk about a potential sort of Scottish version of The Last Kingdom. Um, if that were to happen, would would you want to be a part of that? Maybe direct? I would love to. I would love to. Obviously, yes, yes, of course. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you know, I love this genre, and uh, yeah. uh, and if something comes up uh, with Carnival again, I'm very happy to to follow the journey <laughs> and to be a lawyer servant again. <laughs> awesome. There you and go behind the main character. <laughs> well, I so I turned to uh, fifty this year, uh, and I really had to sit down and think through. Okay, 
what I really want to do with my next 20 or 30 or 40 yeah. years. I think the last kingdom will help me to make the decision because I don't want to waste my time things which are, you know, not interesting or important in my life. Life right. is so short and so precious. And, and, and the only thing you can really bring back or give back to someone uh, is time. So yeah. the time is the most precious things in life. And uh, you can, you know, you can give back everything, uh, but uh, but you cannot give back time. So I really have to think through, okay, what I want to do in my next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Obviously, if, if, if we have a, a, a similar show like Last Kingdom, that would be lovely because I'm so happy to be a part of these yeah. kind of great projects. And I'm still doing writing and I hope maybe at once we can talk about my film. <laughs> yes. I hope so. Yeah. We'll definitely be, be uh, bugging you then when it comes out. <laughs> we will see. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. thanks again, Levente, for, for sitting down and chatting with us today um, about all of our nerdy questions. Uh, we, we loved uh, hearing from you again. We, we love what you did with the show. Um, we'll link all your stuff down in the description below for, for fans to check you out and everything. And um, is there anything else you want to say to the fans then here as we go? Keep watching The Last Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. And keep it alive. Totally. And uh, let's pray for a spin-off maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. Every night. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, some rumors about that maybe. Maybe. Uh, Someday, hopefully. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this has been another... Life, guys. Thank you so much. Of course, thank uh, you. Goodbye from the Screen Chronicles and Levente the Zap. Destiny is all. Destiny is all. Destiny is all. <laughs>